Welcome to Bundesliga Recap, match day 24. The first game of the match day was between Hoffenheim and Stuttgart, which Hoffenheim promptly won uh, 2-1. Stuttgart really struggling right now. Very bottom of the table. They're in 17th. It's not looking good for them. And in this game, they they had the win. It was all wrapped up. Endo scored in the 58th minute. And then in the 85th and 90th minute, Bob Gardner takes the victory for Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim, this isn't a surprise. This is the sixth time they've came back from a losing position and won a game. And they've and they've been the comeback kings of the Bundesliga this season. It isn't that shocking that they've come back. But Stuttgart really had three points wrapped up, and goodness knows they need it. Three points would have got them very, very close to Hertha and 16th and made this really a relegation battle. But right now, with Stuttgart playing so badly, they haven't they haven't won since December 11th. So that just shows you what how what a bad stretch they're in. They have a very crucial game against Gladbach coming up, and then Union, and then Augsburg, Armenia, and then and then it gets tougher. But in this four next in this next four games, they've got to get at least one win, a few draws, get some points, get out of there. They don't want to be struggling on the last two match days, hoping they can get the results. But it's really not looking good for them. Hoffenheim on the other end, great win. Needed win if they want to get into European football. They're tied on points uh, with Leipzig in fourth. Currently, they're in fifth, just based off of goal differential. Freiburg tied with them as well. But it's a, it's so tight up there because they're only three points out of uh, seventh. And then even to tenth, that's nine points. So there is a gap growing and oftentimes separating themselves with good form currently. They have won their last three games, which is a big plus for them. And really needed, they have they need to win the next game against Cologne, but then they have to go to Bayern. It does get they have a decently easy schedule, but it really depends on how they play because there's some really good football they'll play, and then it doesn't look good. But Hoffenheim were the better team. Leverkusen three uh, nothing versus Armenia. Leverkusen dominated this game. It's not too much to go over it. Um, they start dominated from start to finish. Daibi was informed. He's seven goals in the last five games. Musa Daibi is one of the best players in the Bundesliga. I don't think there's any doubt in that. He's averaging a goal every 156 minutes, which is good for a winger, especially when you have seven assists also to offer on top of your 12 goals, 19 goal contributions, and 22 games played for him. Outstanding work. Then they get a goal from Lucas Alario um, in the in the place of the injured Patrick Schick. He's contributed in the last two games. Very important for Bayer Leverkusen. And I, th- I would say extremely important right now as they need to continue up this form. They've, they're not close to dropping out, but they're, f- they're four points away from dropping out of UCL. And with the team they have, they, there's no excuses. They really have to be in the Champions League spots. Fry or Gladbach, Wolfsburg, the tie of two teams that are really disappointing. Um, Wolfsburg blow a big lead. They had a two-goal lead, six-minute goal from Vind. He's playing well for them, transitioning well into their squad. Good. Uh, four matches, uh, two goals. He's got he's averaging a goal one hundred and sixty-seven minutes 
or a goal every 167 minutes, which isn't bad just coming back and just coming into the Bundesliga. He's also a young player at 23 years old. Then uh, Bernal gets his first Bundesliga goal for the season for Wolfsburg. And then Turam and Embolo promptly compete the comeback. But, I mean, Turam scored before halftime, and then Embolo in the 82nd minute uh, completed the comeback. Gladbach dominated the field. They had 76% of the possession, so over two, just about two-thirds. Dominate expected goals, bigger chances, better chances, a lot more chances. 26 total shots. Wolfsburg took six. That just shows you Gladbach were better. And then uh, Lacroix got a red card for uh, Wolfsburg. Just not good for him at all. Really, really, really not good for him. And currently, I don't see a reason why either of these teams could go down. They both share the points. Um, they... They're, um, Gladbach is four points away from Hertha in 16th, and Wolfsburg is five points away. So, breaking up, uh, getting some somewhat far away, but a bad term in form could see them right back down there. This team's it was a game of struggle, like mistakes. They're obviously not polished teams, but if Gladbach can get Thuram and below firing, Plie got two assists. He played very well. So if they can get those three players firing. This is a much different team, but they haven't been able to do that all season. Freiburg 3, Hertha 0. Freiburg so good in the attack. They dominated this game. They get goal they've gotten goals from everywhere. It's ridiculous. They got they get a goal from Vincenzo Grifo, their best player, I would say. I don't think there's much question about that. Then they get a goal from um one of their subs, Kevin Shade, 20 years old. Uh, comes on in the 74th or 64th minute and then scores in the 83rd and then in the 86th um, one of the veterans on the or I wouldn't say, I would say veteran but he's been for with Freiburg for a very long time Lucas Holler uh, gets the goal gets another goal for Freiburg but just to show you like how diversity like their goals come from literally everywhere um their their center back pairing has Seven goals between them. Uh, their top scores are uh, Grifo and Lucas Holler with five. They have set, uh, three players with four, two players with three. But they're, and they're just goals come from everywhere. They don't score a whole ton, but they don't concede rarely ever. And right now they're in decent form. Won the last two games, so they, if they can continue the stretch up, they could see themselves. Ex- a um, little bit hot, I mean, maybe even getting into the Champions League spots. I don't know, though. Top four, I think, are just a class above Freiburg. They just have more money to spend and just, I would say, overall better team. The only thing is, Vincenzo Grifo is a great player and phenomenal, but I don't I don't think they'll get into the Champions League spot just because they don't have a star to lean on. They don't have a Patrick Schick or a Nkuku or even for Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim don't have, like, the greatest star right now, but they have at least have Kramerich, Sebastian Ruder, get it, or not, I always say Sebastian Ruder. Uh, Jorginho Ruder is starting to play better for them. They have Elise Bebu. So they have a lot of players playing very well. Baumgartner got the two goals this week. So Hoffenheim just have, I would say, more talent in the attack than Freiburg. That's the only reason why I don't think Freiburg will have a shot of getting into the UCL, maybe even get knocked out of Europe completely. 
We'll see how that unfolds. They're so hard to break down, though, so they do have a shot, in my opinion. Firth won, Cologne won. This is a game that Hearth, Firth probably needed to win. I know Cologne's doing so good in the table right now. They're doing very, very well, and currently they're in 8th, uh, 4 points off of 6th for like the UCLs, um, 1 point away from Union in 7th, so it's quite congested up at the top of the table, but right now I would say I would say Cologne are in a decent position. They get a draw. They draw Firth away, which which isn't bad, but Firth have been much better recently, much harder to break down. Not a ton of chances in the game overall. Cologne did create more, and and Cologne were better overall. But Firth were not dominated. Like it, Firth were still were still the good still good side and did not look completely out of place like they have in other games. Union three, Mainz one. This is the first time Union have scored since Max Cruiser has left. I know I've told said that a few times. Mainz do lose a man. Um, Correr or Cor gets the red card. Big, really disappointment for them. You lose a man. Your uh, the team doesn't play great, and you get dominated by a team that shouldn't be doing it. I mean, honestly, Mainz looked. Good, and then it kind of went downhill a little bit after um, the red card. Hiraguchi gets the goal for Hiraguchi, Becker, and Awonyi get the goals. What a goal from Becker, though. It's, if you want to watch a really nice individual effort and then a really, really nice shot from outside the box, I'd recommend watching that replay. Bergozo gets the um, Constellation goal for Mainz, but realistically, Union didn't create a lot of chances. But the chances they did create were fantastic, and they uh, capitalized on a lot of them. It actually, Mainz had the slightly higher expected goals, but big win for Union. Big confidence boost to get a goal without Max Cruiser. I don't know how how repeatable that is, but we'll we'll see how they progress. Bayern Munich barely get the win against Frankfurt. Frankfurt did not look out of place. They created some chances on the break. They should have had a goal in the seventh minute. Um, very uncharacteristic of Philip Kostisch to miss a really, really nice chance. Mainz peppered uh, Frankfurt's goal. Had higher expected goals. Dominated the possession. But when it come down to it, Frankfurt had some chances on the break and could have won this game, realistically. But Bayern were the better team. Um, this, I would, um, And here's the difference. Sané comes in, gets the goal in the 71st minute. That doesn't happen if last year. He came off the bench, I would assume, just giving giving him some rest. But he's got seven goals, seven assists this season. Hasn't been particularly great in the last few games, but so much better than he was last season. Uh, Lewandowski was actually heavily involved in the goal. He drew the defenders away. Uh, Sané had space in behind, ran through, scores. Last season, I don't think that happens, but this season it does. And I'm, I'm, I mean, as a German supporting the German national team, I'm really excited to have him firing along with all the other attack. But realistically, this is really bad for the rest of the league, but really good for Bayern. Bayern just have too much talent for anyone, I think, to get close. Speak on that slightly later. Bolcom lose to Leipzig, but Bolcom actually, I would say, if 
you took the kits away, no indication on which team was which. I would picked Bookum to be the Leipzig. Like I would have thought the book Bookum was were Leipzig. They played better. They created more chances. I would say they probably had some better chances. They had higher expected goals. Leipzig didn't really play that well. Possession was even. But they have someone that Bochum doesn't. They have Christopher and Cuckoo. Scores from, I would say, um, not, I mean, just inside the box, but you, I mean, I don't think Bochum, Bochum don't even have close to the player that uh, Cuckoo is. I mean, currently, right now, I don't see that there's a better player on this Leipzig squad. 14 goals, 7 assists. And I know Leipzig said they weren't going to sell anyone. But with the money gonna come in for this man, I don't. Th- I think it could be well in excess of eighty million. The numbers he's putting up and the way he's put playing, I don't understand why that you wouldn't, why a bigger team in England won't cash out for him. But I really hope he stays because he's a joy to watch in the Bundesliga. But I don't. I don't know if he'll stay. Again, Leipzig said they weren't gonna sell anyone this summer, but. They might be forced to sell in Cuckoo. Who knows? And I was going to say, I was going to speak on the title race and why I think Bayern have won it, and it's because Dortmund dropped points versus Augsburg. And honestly, Augsburg were the better team. They created chances on the break. Um, they, play, they played very well on the counter. They had expected goals. They had better chances. Dortmund didn't create a lot, couldn't break down Augsburg. They played in, uh, they played in a 3-4-2-1 block. The only negative I think Augsburg can take out is their record signing, Ricardo Pepe, has not played well at all. We'll see how that goes through. Maybe he picks up four, but I don't know. It's just not working out so far. And right now, I, I see Augsburg as a team that won't get relegated. They're 15th, tied on points with Hertha, but I think they can get out of it. They've been playing a lot better recently. They did lose their last two games before this, but realistically they've been playing slightly better they have a very very key game against armenia Bielefeld. that is a very very big game 14th versus 15th both teams probably should feel like they can win it so that will be a very key game to watch in the relegation battle next uh next week wanted to point out a few things somehow robert Lewandowski didn't score he has 28 goals ridiculous numbers but I also I just wanted to point it out, point out a few things. Overall, the table is looking I would say not how I expected. There's teams that are higher than everyone expect, and teams that are a lot lower. I think Eric Firth, as much as they've had a decent comeback, I think it's over. I think Stuttgart will go down with them. I think it's everyone trying to get out of that re- relegation playoff spot. But realistically, the Bundesliga team will win it anyways. But the battle for Europe spots is quite interesting. So I think Bayern will secure the title, and Dortmund will definitely get in, which leaves two spots for uh, four teams, I think, realistically right now. Hoffenheim are on 40 points. Freiburg and Leipzig also are on 40 points. Leverkusen is on 44. But with a slight dip in form, they could, they could wind up in fifth or sixth. Either so could Leipzig or Freiburg or Hoffenheim. Those teams really need to stay on it. Union Berlin's not too far behind, although they've been dropping points left and right. 
Uh, Clone with the Surge could get in there, but I think that it's realistically going to be a battle for the top four, and I think it's really going to come down to Leipzig, Freiburg, and Hoffenheim. Maybe Leverkusen or maybe Union get their uh, selves into that. Plus, I mean, it would be good for Union and quite bad for Leverkusen. But we'll see. I really don't. I think Union will drop back down quite a bit just because they 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 don't have Max Cruiser. They don't have the quality playmaker that they need. Hopefully, they can get that in the summer. But right now, they won't have it. So I think they'll drop out of it, and I think it'll really become a a three horse, maybe four horse if if team if Leipzig, Freiburg, and Hoffenheim can catch Leverkusen. But realistically, it's going to be between Leipzig, Freiburg, and Hoffenheim, and I think Leipzig by far have the most talent, and I would give them the edge. They've been playing much better. The last time they lost was uh, to Bayern Munich, but before that, it was December 18th, and they've won almost every other game except for a 2-2 draw against Real Sociedad, and then they did advance, and then they did beat them later. So I, I really don't think Leipzig will drop points. They have a relatively, I would say, easy schedule. But yeah, Leverkusen. I think I think it will be Bayern, Dortmund, Leverkusen, Leipzig, and then for the other spots, I think Freiburg will get into the Europa League and um, Hoffenheim in the Europa League playoffs, which they'll probably get back in there. And then for the Europa Conference League spot, that could be anyone. It could be Mainz, Cologne, Union. It it really depends. It'll be really interesting to see how the European spots do sort out. But that will wrap up this week's Bundesliga Recap episode. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye.